Yes, it is that time again. Welcome to Disintegration Station with your conductors, Ryan, AJ, and Patrick. However, today they have a special guest filling in, Eric Fisher. So, this week, the topic of conversation is the recent trip to Wisdom, and the guys brought back a lot of good info. So you don't want to miss that. So tune in now and listen up here on Disintegration Station. I don't know about all these friends that you don't like. I have a lot of them. Can you put some names to this? Why are they invited to your private cinema if you don't? Yeah. Well, I'll invite you <laughs> like, now, I'm trying Ryan. to just give them a headache in the back. No. Yeah, I really love Ryan now after our trip. I mean, we had a lot of adventures together, late nights. Do you guys share a room? A bathroom? Yeah, we, yeah, we a shared bathroom. a bathroom. Uh-huh. Oh. No, yeah, we shared a bathroom. It's like a college dorm room or something? Or? Yeah. Well, well Ryan ate Mexican food the one night and... Oh. It was it was not a good night. That's all. Lies. We can leave it there. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. It was it was a great a great uh, team bonding trip. You know to you know get the rep group and the integrator together and really form the friendship and bond that we need. Absolutely. Yeah. It was it was fantastic. So uh, kind of going back to our overall experience, I think that my takeaway is better speakers equals a better experience. And I didn't used to think that uh, until I saw the new type of technology. So in short, it's it's really just putting the right product in the right place. Absolutely. And knowing that there is, you know, it, that we're not focusing on the price category, right? Yes, these things can be expensive. They can be cheap. They can be this. They can be that. But it's tailoring that experience to what the client wants and providing that experience at the end of the day. And ultimately, that's going to make everybody in the process happier. It's going to be a good experience. You're going to form friendships and relationships with these clients on a level that they didn't realize was possible with an integrator because you truly care about their experience. It's not, oh, well, you know, they're only going to spend this much, so I'm just going to sell them this. Well, if that experience is terrible, what happens when they build the next house? What happens when they build the next house? Are they going to use you again? Are they going to question if you really know what you're doing because you gave up and just said, oh, it's a price conversation? You Mm -hmm. know, and that was one of my big takeaways and has honestly been something that's developed for me in this industry in general is just the price is not the focus. Like I said, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, artwork, cars, countertops that they're paying, you know, thousands and thousands, 20, 30, $40,000 for a specific type of stone and countertop. But yet you're going to be like, oh, we'll just put in a couple in ceiling speakers, you know, and call it a day and... Yeah, and I, I come. I think about more, and you know, they talked about this during our training. Is the uh, luxury yacht market, and you know how things are advertised in in that that market. And there's actually some manufacturers that have a pretty wider you know range of categories, the super yachts, but they also might sell center console boats, and that's because they realize that they provide a really unique solution, but it doesn't have to always be uh, the luxury market. There could also be a really appropriate solution. Uh, for the middle market too. So, you know, luxury is on our, our mind because it creates and thrives, you know, the innovative culture of getting speakers better and video better and, and all these other things. But we're also making sure that we are hand in hand with people that just need regular integration solutions too. But I mean, Wisdom, they have other solutions where maybe you're just doing a two channel type setup in a family room, living room where, hey, I'm not doing the full cinema thing, but hey, I just want some nice sound definitely in my family room but like the the line source type thing where hey if i stand two feet away from the speaker it sounds the same as if i stand you know 20 feet away sure and where yeah explain that technology i know it's fresh in your head but that's what i remember yeah yeah i mean so kind of like the example we were talking about versus point source versus line source 
Uh, line source moves a lot more uh, volume and, you know, audio outward, almost like if it was like someone just used a highlighter to highlight the full thing and, and spray the audio towards the seating arrangement. But if you if you look at that column of audio as it comes at you, you know, it's it's very vertically stacked. So if you follow that stack and you walk your head towards the speaker, you're only going to hear that small portion you're walking up to. But as it, it travels and you hear it, it becomes fuller and almost louder. So as you walk towards it, it becomes slightly louder and then you get even closer, uh, less loud because you're not getting all of those channels hitting you, only the one that you're putting your ear towards. Now, there's the other aspect of that, which is cool, which is let's say you didn't want it to be loud down the hall. These speakers are perfect for that because they're very much linear, very focused, and you really won't hear much down the hall, maybe some of the low frequency bass, but not any of the real highs and mids. Patrick's looking at me like he's he knows, he probably knows a bit more than I do. But uh, yeah, you take it away. I was just going to get really nerdy and talk about a point source speaker, traditional speaker that everybody is used to. You know, like you said earlier, comes out in a cone and the, the pebble analogy of dropping it into a mm -hmm. lake and watching the ripple effect, right? That's a point source speaker. So you're getting a lot of reflection points. You're hitting ceilings, you're hitting walls, you're hitting floors, you're hitting windows, you're hitting everything. And it goes like 360 off. It even goes backwards, yes. you know, when it So it, it has a back wave that'll come back, reflect off of the wall. And the way you can kind of do that is if you put your hand in front of your mouth and you say something, see how different it sounds as you pull your hand away. I heard. But so with line source, you're losing 3 dB over doubling of distance as you get further away. And a point mm -hmm. source, you're losing 6 dB. So you're losing a lot more sound pressure as you walk further away from a point source. But it's hitting every reflection point, so you're getting all those reflections. So it's like losing half, and then it extrapolates as you go even further. So the line source is just, you know, the further back, better the product would be for a line source. Yeah, but also, you know, you can't stand next to a, and you can't stand next to a point source, but you could stand next to a line source and not mm -hmm. get your eardrum blown out. But with a point source, to get the sound volume at the back of a long linear room, you need to turn that thing up very high to get that. So the people in the front get blasted. Exactly. The people in the front are deaf. Everybody in the back is still hearing things. And then again, you lost more friends. <laughs> So, you know, you got to you got to think about that. Line source is a great application for private cinema, but it's also a great application for wide open rooms where you want that to sound to come out in a more linear fashion. You want to be able to have people in the living room sitting and watching content, but then people in the back of the room, they're having a conversation in the kitchen, still be able to hear that audio, but not get blown out of the water in the front or the back. You have an equal level of sound pretty much throughout the space because of the way the technology works. Yeah, I was army crawling on the ground when we were listening to them because they were they were slightly above the. Because you were the, drinking a lot. Yeah, because we were, you know, no. Uh, uh, this was earlier in the day, so uh, the speakers above the ground a little bit. But you know, as I went on the ground, the audio drops right away. Once your head's below that array, you you hear the low frequencies in the sub, but like, it's just crazy how you could really like just tailor this type of array of audio coming out and have it completely deadened where you don't want the audio to be. We have a question. So the sound that you guys were listening to through the speaker, was that sound mastered or was that a live sound feed? Like you had a system hooked up to the speakers and somebody was speaking through a microphone or was it something that was already mastered? What is mastered? So when you have live sound, the sound that you're hearing is pretty raw. I mean, you can mix it, but with a mastered sound, you've taken all the elements of that sound, like song or something, and you put 
treatments like compressors and filters on it to really make whatever you want to sound the best. So basically that's the difference between raw sound that's not mixed or conditioned or treated versus uh, mastered sound. So hopefully that uh, posed the question right. We weren't listening to any crazy title. Or, I mean, it was Apple Music, like raw, you know, and we were listening to raw tracks. And if there's, if it's a bad track that was mastered terribly and like all of that, and you're hearing all this weird stuff, you will hear it through the speakers. I mean, these speakers are quick enough and respond fast enough that you're going to hear that crappy track. So he made a good, a good point of bringing clients out to the facility and having them, you know, bring their music. And they're listening to various things. And they're like, oh, this, this sounds like crap. And it's like, yeah, it's because that was truly mastered like crap. So you're hearing all the crap, you know? So there's there's that aspect of it. But, you know, with that side of it, you know, they have various speaker levels where you could just hook it up to a normal AVR. It's passive. There's no crossovers. No, nothing you have to do crazy. You get into the higher end stuff with them. There is crazy crossovers and drop offs and roll offs um, and where they cross over. And you really, you know, with the way they do their stuff, you've got to have pre pros and stuff to adjust those things because it does make a difference. It definitely makes a difference. And the interesting thing is that, you know, different speakers are made out of different types of material like polypropylene or some are made out of plastic. Others are made out of paper, like the older school cones were made up from paper. And so when you get into those newer designs, it really allows the sound to travel a lot more cleanly and more effectively, I believe. Because when you listen to a voice, say, for example, like a book on tape, it's a lot different than when you've got, you know, 30 or 40 tracks that are blaring music all at the same time. So the speakers that they're coming out with today, as far as the market goes, have really advanced since the beginning Versus when they first emerged on the scene, because today's speakers will display everything and anything that is not recorded properly. And so when you listen to a sound and there's something that clicks or something that is there, it will just be pushed to the forefront and it will be displayed. So it really makes engineers today uh, focus on making the sound so much cleaner and better. Yeah. Yeah, they had somebody come in that was like testing them with like their own tracks and stuff, like a bunch of music and uh, they were listening to it. And I guess they like left the person in there for like three hours. They're like, oh, we forgot about, you know, Tim listening to his tracks. And they go there and the guy's like bewildered because they kind of mentioned he had like just like a, you know, blank look on his face. Not because he was like pissed or anything, but it was because he like he he was hearing things that he like didn't know he could hear on the speakers. And it just... He was more in awe of like, why is, you know, why, you know, compared to other things that he's heard. So it was just a cool example to show like, you know, you get people in there that don't expect they're the top of their game. They're like, why does it sound like that? And you're talking about this engineer, right? He was talking about this story of, you know, that that guy that they left in there for hours and he, and this guy was a sound engineer and sound editor right. stuff for, for some artists. Very nice. And he's like, I put things in this track that I knew I would never hear in this track and I'm hearing them through these speakers. That's insane, right? It's very powerful. And it's just one of those things that if, you know, you ever want to experience it, Wisdom does great little tours and mini academies and things like that. Um, you know, you can get in touch with Syntegration and we can get you out there to kind of hear, you know, the music and hear it firsthand because it's like something you've never experienced. And I've said that and I've been told that. 
And until I actually went out there, you truly don't understand it. You just don't get it until you go there. And then it's just like, oh my gosh, this is insane. You know, and they have special, they use RTL subs, which is a whole nother thing we haven't talked about. But little tiny subs in this crazy maze, essentially think of a big subwoofer cabinet that looks like a, a rat race, a little maze. You have two tiny inch, you know, five by seven woofers. And the output of these things at the other end is like a 15 or an 18 inch woofer, right? It's just incredible that it's coming out of these, these subs. And it's because of the way they do this and these RTL subs. Awesome. What about uh, down at the CET there? Um, showroom, do you, don't you guys have wisdom, a wisdom set up down there? We do. So we um, have, yeah, we have some line source speakers set up down there um, that are nice. kind of one of their flagships, the L75Ms. Um, we've got one of their RTL subs as well. And then I've got their small aperture, you know, three inch, four inch opening, which is just a small speaker in the ceiling, which those are a whole nother thing that this, that category is insane that you're getting, you know, 180 degree dispersion from this tiny little speaker. It's nuts. Yeah. And the efficiency, because it is a planar magnetic driver, it's a round planar magnetic driver, which was never a thing before wisdom. And it's just, it, again, it's like something you've never heard. But it's all set up and calibrated. Yeah, um, yeah. So and we it has calibrated a, it. Okay, cool. So yeah. that people can come down there and Absolutely. listen yeah, to it and get a full. we to have clients down there and, you know, integrators down there. So, you know, we're down in Denver and we'd be happy to show anybody that wants to hear it. I love turning them on and just sitting there. So how do we get there? Do you have a MapQuest uh, we could get over there? Map yeah, let me, let me print out directions how for old are you. you? <laughs> the yellow pages uh no uh, it's an awesome place uh, i think ET. it's google maps these days google maps that's or right that's apple right. maps apple maps map quest i use the waze sorry i'm stuck in 2006 <laughs> yahoo maps <laughs> uh, making light of technology well, and you guys you guys have wisdom here in your showroom which we're going to kind of tailor a little bit we learned some things um and realized that some things here were not properly executed so yeah it looks we'll make, like we'll make the appropriate you said the speakers are upside down yeah, yeah. Uh, they're just turned. They're just turned one way. Yeah, excellent. But in the sense, you know, it wasn't a thing back in the day. I think when you guys were installed these, and it's kind of a new development. To that point, it still sounds amazing, it and does. it's just going to sound even better when we fix it. <laughs> it does. Uh, we're laughing. <laughs> and we'll, we'll we'll impart some wisdom. Yeah, it's all about your wisdom. It's yeah, exactly. So, what else do you want to talk about, Ryan? I want to hear more about this these late nights out there. Oh, we're going to go into story time. So what did I miss? Oh, story time. Uh, what did you miss? Well, we went to a casino Army crawl. right next to the hotel. We went to an amazing restaurant, though, like nice. right on Lake Tahoe we in did. Incline Village. And we were broken out in groups. And we had some nice red wine and, you know, appetizers and everything. And it's fun because, you know, everybody puts their guard down, just lays it out on the table like, why does this suck? How do we make this better? And uh, it's like those types of business discussions where it's like everybody's comfortable, everybody's, you know, and enjoying quality time. So I think, you know, those things are just, you know, invaluable to just have those personal experiences with, uh, you know, the CEO there and the, you know, the VP of sales and, and other integrators and Patrick too. And it was, it was just really refreshing. Also, the casino is fun too. So, yeah, there was you know the casino had a lot of people in it, all over the age of eighty. Um, so that that was interesting in itself. It's like, hey, you know, went there and they're like, oh, if you gamble, we'll comp your drink. And you know, it's like, I I, I want a shot of Patron. He's like, oh, we've got this. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. And I was like, I'll just pay for my drink. It's fine. Yeah, I guess I wasn't familiar with that. You know, you go to Vegas. I feel like when you go to the bar, they usually charge you. They're like, are you gambling? I was like, are you? 
is this a problem? Know. You get like, co- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. If you're gambling, it's free. It's like, uh, sh- yeah, I'll throw a quarter in the machine. No problem. You get <laughs> comped in Vegas. You get comped in Vegas for sure. I guess I'm going to the wrong places. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the drinks aren't that good. I mean, it's it's well. It's watered down. Yeah, it's yeah. watered down. You know, they just want to keep you drunk so you keep spending money. You know, and it, and it worked. You guys spent money. I I sat over your shoulder and watched you guys play blackjack and. You know, then the one guy pulled out his phone to take a picture of Blackjack and almost got swarmed by all the security. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> Another integrator yeah. from Arizona, he he's he put he went all in on Blackjack. Uh, I was like all in of $100. Oh. And uh, he goes all in and he gets Blackjack and he lost it. He was so excited. Um, <laughs> he grabbed his phone, took it out, and he's got his cards on the table and the dealer's stretching out in front of himself to cover the cards like, stop, stop. You know, people are going to surround you. And uh, he was really right in the face. Um, but uh, yeah, they took it really seriously. That was, that was it was pretty funny. funny. Carson City, Nevada. Yeah, I really like Carson City. It was a cool, it was a cool little spot right, right below lake tahoe yeah yeah no it was great and you know again we always have good times on these trips and be able to experience that and again let your guard down like you said i I will say that we had an interesting drive to the restaurant that first day uh luke the managing partner at wisdom super nice guy very friendly knows his stuff not the best driver (laughs) it was it was a little scary getting up there if you're listening luke um, I think you were a great driver. Uh, I'm, uh, you is, know, this is your rep. I, I think you were an amazing driver. I was You're wonderful. I, I got back safely, so I mean, it was fine. But uh, yeah, we, you know, I'll, I'll just stop. <laughs> I think it's better if he's listening because he might need to improve his drive. So when you press the gas, you usually want to press it slowly and not ramp and ramp and ramp up the hill. <laughs> and, and I'd say that's probably my main my main feedback, but otherwise he stick to speakers and you know, you got a future. In yeah. There. I tell my wife, she's a terrible driver. <laughs> well, we only she hit is. five people and three elk. So no big deal. You know, the, the suburban <laughs> yeah. I think took it. Oh, it was big enough to, to trudge through that stuff. Sure. But yeah. Hey Chevy, stop, uh, stop adjusting all of your parking controls too. And putting buttons on the dash. Just, just put in a normal park, reverse neutral drive. Most confusing thing ever. So suburbans, wonderful vehicles, terrible controls. So that was our trip in a nutshell. Educational, nice. fun, and uh, luxurious in a way. Nice. Very luxurious. And uh, with that being said, uh, again, this is Ryan, your conductor on the Syntegration Station, with our guests Eric Fisher and Patrick McNulty. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it. Thanks. Go it was fun. And, uh, take my singlet off now, and let's party. All right. See you next time. There you have it, folks. Eric, Ryan, and Patrick talking about speakers as well as the trip to Reno. Stay tuned next week as we finish up this topic about home theater systems. And I think the fellas have a little bit more to talk about their trip. So tune in for that. You can find this integration station on all the major platforms, Anchor, Amazon, Google, and Apple. Please go like and subscribe. Leave a comment or a question. The fellas would love your feedback. And until next week, stay smart.